Hey, no name calling here. Just differing opinions going head to head. With Counterpoint. Here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. I have notified the Lieutenant Governor our intention to bring back the legislature back this week. Our first order of business will be to reintroduce the Better Local Government Act and with it invoke Section 33 of the Constitution. Earlier today, Ontario Superior Court Justice Bella Boba giving a ruling no to Bill 5 Better Local Government Act violates people's freedom of expression guaranteed under the Charter. Well, as Doug Ford says, and as Attorney General Carolyn Marooney tweets, well, you know, Section 92 of the Constitution makes it clear that the province has exclusive jurisdiction over municipalities. It's why we are appealing the ruling and will be introducing legislation to invoke (coughs) Section 33, the not withstanding clause. Let's get into it. This is Counterpoint with our guest Andy Stinton. Small businessman, producer of Canadian Music Week, and many other cool events. Good evening, sir. He called me. I have jam, too, Anthony. You didn't get jam. I did not get jam. That's that is the, the takeaway He shameless enough of to today. tweet about it. Michael Diamond gave me jam. Michael Diamond gave me jam. That's actually, maybe that'll be the name of my autobiography. Uh, <laughs> if I ever get jam from you. So the pressure is on. Good evening, Michael Diamond, campaign strategist, political commentator from Upstream Strategy Group, and the man behind the Doug Ford leadership victory. Hello, sir. Yeah, I'm not tired of all the uh, winning yet. Ah, and, what, and is that what happened today? Doug Ford is winning. Look, I think Doug Ford is uh, winning uh, the battle for the hearts and minds of Ontarians. They're seeing a leader who uh, came out with something that is common sense and uh, very uh, practical. A strange court ruling this morning, but uh, Doug has uh, re- uh, could have received a, a bag of lemons and he's making lemonade with it. Well, and he doesn't have the lemonade yet. Do you think he will succeed? I, uh, I I am neutral on all of this, and I said I would give Doug Ford a chance because he was elected by the people and see how he does. How's he doing? Clown Circus arrived in town today, big time. Come on, if you're going to pick... Okay, let's just talk about common sense. Forget all your withstanding bills that we ordinary people, not political wonks, go for. You're going to pick this hill to die on, and he has picked a hill to die on. Nobody cares passionately about it. He's talking about representing Ontario. This is a Toronto issue. It is not an Ontario issue. He says it's not personal. I listened to you interview him, and John Ford, John Tory didn't do this, and John Tory didn't do that. It's personal. It's childish, and it makes him look stupid. He, he certainly brought up John Tory quite a lot, and, and we'll bring up that angle again in a moment. Uh, Michael Diamond, Andy's saying the circus has come to town. It's a weird hill to die on. As Doug Ford and I were talking about a few minutes ago is it perhaps that he goes well i've just got to do the shot across the bow now whatever the issue is to make it clear they're not going to trip me up for the next three years we want to talk about the circus coming to town it was the council meeting in august that went for five days city council in winnipeg where i'm from has uh, 15 members which is uh one for every two members of parliament but it's a more manageable body than the 44 member monster we have here and the potential 47 uh, seat monster that uh, uh, some folks think we ought to have uh it just it can't get anything done there's too many people they all speak adam vaughn 
tweeted uh, when this all went down a few weeks ago that uh, people only speak on the contentious matters. I remember watching a debate about a sign near the garden where every member of council went and had their five or ten minutes. That's why we have these meetings that run six days long. We don't get anything done for uh, taxpayers because of it. And now was the time for Doug Ford to act. That that might be true, but why do it in the timing that he did it? It's the only That's time. just bad management. It's the only time to no, do it. It's, it's a politician. Politicians couldn't manage a pee up in a brewery. Okay, that's generally the liberals and the conservatives. And this is a good case of that. It's bad timing. If you want to introduce that bill, introduce it and, and give people some time to adjust to it. He's talking about saving money. Michael, you were his campaign chair. You know all about money. How much is this little fiasco going to cross Toronto? How much this? How much will this save the people of Ontario? You know, the, time? the city of Toronto taking this to court when it's very clear that the uh, province has the constitutional authority to do this is wasting money. Uh, Doug Ford's plan would actually save taxpayers at least $25 million. What? Just on this? Show me some empirical figures on that. Or is that just fewer something? Fewer staff, fewer counselors, uh, less staff time being wasted. Million. Yes, $25 million. But, 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 Michael, to Andy's question, though, are we going to head towards endless litigation and back and forth on that? And is that going to rack up some billable hours with both our government people and the the activist uh, lawyers and all that? Look, uh, it, absolutely, it, it, it could. But I think that's why taking decisive action and using Section 33 here is important. That's, that's called a bully. I mean, seriously, if you want to bring the big gun out, okay, if you want to bring that big club out of your bag and you want to convince the Toronto electorate that you are doing the right thing, do it on something that people care about. Personally, I'm from Oakville. I couldn't give a damn what you do in Toronto with your council and the people in London and Welland. So what and do people in Toronto care about? Uh, let me put this to, to, to Andy then, because I've had people write in and tell me, and when I was up, up at the cottage in Creamore, I was reading letters to the editor saying, we want our council reduced in half by Doug Ford. Would you like to see Oakville City Council reduced in half? I don't really care. I mean, that's that's just it. If we I, told you it would run just I, I as effectively, the but she's on my mind and the size of council is not one of them. Would you take it, though, if you learned you'd save a few tax dollars and it would not negatively you can, affect you can governance? You never cut through. I've lived in England. I've lived in various countries. Whenever you cut money out of any government, they find another way to spend it. I mean, there is nobody that ever actually cuts. They bring, you know, a consultant in here or they need more of this. So, so to Andy's point, though, uh, let's talk about the issues that people in Toronto might care about. Transit, congestion, gridlock, building new infrastructure. These are all things that haven't been done because of the 44-member council being unable to do anything. So this one action from the province will Seriously, make a more you three- the wrong hill to die on. Who was it that took, uh, what was it, Miller's little transit city apart. Wasn't that your Yeah, because it was Ford's a terrible brother? plan. Yeah, but it was a plan going forward. Yeah, it wasn't a plan and people wanted. the thing wanted. is, what the Fords people did in subways. that case, they came back and went backwards to a, a Scarborough transit piece of two-stop garbage. Well, right, right, yeah, I, don't, I don't want to litigate the history of uh, failed Toronto transit <laughs> projects, because we go on forever, but speaking of city issues, John Tory is really putting up his dukes for this. Here is what John Tory had to say reacting to the news of Doug Ford uh, bringing, in the, um, bringing in the notwithstanding Take a listen. I'm really not sure why there's such urgency to rush this issue forward at the expense of overriding serious questions about important charter rights and democratic issues. Now, we've also got a tweet here from John Tory posted just a few minutes ago. 
where he's saying he met with Justin Trudeau. And he's got a picture of them that for some reason looks like it's from the 80s, where he says, thanks to Justin Trudeau for <laughs> yeah, meeting. The the, and and the weird sort of sepia tint to it. Thanks to Trudeau for meeting with me tonight to talk about my concerns around the province's use of the notwithstanding clause. I appreciate his support for democratic principles, democratic institutions, and the importance of respecting cities. Uh, Michael, does Justin Trudeau have this honing beacon on where he can instantly align himself with views that are uh, not popular with the majority of the people? <laughs> okay, Justin Trudeau uh, will take any meeting, it seems. Uh, uh, his office has a pretty bad track record on that. So this He won't one... meet with Trump. Uh, he won't take the call with Trump on the NAFTA <laughs> that, day, that's though. Fair. Don't forget that. Except the one meeting Canadian to take right now. <laughs> but look, uh, look it's uh, you know a weird thing for John, for uh, the Prime Minister to uh, dive into here. We saw I th- what I think was a strange statement out of the uh, Minister of Inter governmental affairs, Dominic LeBlanc earlier today. Really, this is an issue. Uh, The province has the right to do this. Uh, Section 33 was put in to the Constitution that was crafted by Justin Trudeau's father, uh, and it, just because it's not often used doesn't so, mean it so cannot be used. let me understand this. You are supporting something, a, a part of the Constitution that was put together by a liberal? Michael, give you a, give you a head a shake. No, no, absolutely. No, seriously, ding, ding, ding. we got to call that at round one for Counterpoint. The conversation will continue here with Andy Stinton and Michael Diamond. I'm Anthony Fury. This is Global News Radio. Hey, no name-calling here. Just differing opinions going head-to-head. With Counterpoint. Here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. And we're back for round two of Counterpoint with our friends Andy Stinton, producer of Canadian Music Week, and Michael Diamond, campaign strategist with Upstream Strategy Group. All right, gentlemen. Another Andy's issue. a jam maker, too. Did I, did I bring up the jam before? I, I, you, you, you brought up the jam once or twice on air and off, and I'm feeling a little jealous that I got no jam. So Michael Diamond has to bring me brisket. In a, You'll get a brisket. Yeah. That's way better. And I want a warm brisket, you know, and it's got to come with all the trappings. <laughs> Everything. All right, let, let, let's uh, let's leave behind this uh, this issue here of uh, the city council stuff. We've got city councilor Joe Mahevic joining us to tell us what he thinks in a few moments, and I, I have a few guesses uh, on what his take Grab will coffee, be. Coffee, folks. Let, let, let's what head over. <laughs> what was that? Let, let's head over to, to to Parliament Hill now. Talking about NDP leader Jagmeet Singh. I'm not sure if either of you have have heard of this gentleman. He's uh, not been making a lot of headlines <laughs> recently, although he has for perhaps some of the wrong reasons. NDP caucus are a little upset. Uh, with their new leader, Jagmeet Singh, for a whole number of reasons, not picking the right issues. And most recently, he's decided to bar sitting MP Aaron Weir from contesting the NDP nomination in his own writing. It has sparked an open revolt in the Saskatchewan wing of the party. Uh, They say there's a process. It led to Weir's ouster from the federal caucus for alleged sexual uh, harassment. However, the the, the process has been found to be a bit of a theater of the absurd, and he's generally considered cleared of all of this. Michael Diamond, do we have any good Jagmeet Singh headlines? Uh, you know, he'll probably win this by-election, which is really good news for Justin Trudeau, and unfortunately not great news for Andrew Scheer, because Jagmeet Singh is a fellow who's going nowhere in a hurry. Hmm. Andy, what do you make of Jagmeet Singh, if Jagmeet, anything? Jagmeet who? Exactly. That, that's is, about is, is his wife is, Maureen McTeer? What's this? His wife's Maureen McTeer, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love those NDB conservatives. They're a wonderful party. <laughs> Didn't Bernier start them? <laughs> 
Is this a problem that there's not uh, an NDP leader with an ounce of, of, of traction, of credibility? Or, Andy, does it not matter? Because I remember polls just before the 2015 election showed <laughs> nobody knew who Tom Mulcair was. And then a few weeks ago, he was on track to be the, prim- the prime minister with the majority. And then he wasn't. And now he's... The circus has come to town again, hey? I mean, here's Lots what we've got. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I wasn't just referring to uh, alleged friend Mr. Ford. But it seems to me that the Canadian politics has lost its direction. It doesn't know where it's going. The people can't run the parties properly. You look at Bernier and what's his name, Rocket Boy Sheer. See, I don't can't even remember his name. Jagmeet Singh. N- n- none of us ordinary people go. Who are they? What, what are they doing? I mean, he's arguing over a guy that stood so too close to some people, and therefore it was. I'm bored. I don't want to talk about it. Giant Seinfeld issue. A close talker, a close and then talker. Jagmeet Singh has this whole whole problem with all of this. Is uh, you said. It, it, what it means for Trudeau, what it means for Sheer. I mean, Sheer wants, though, Jagmeet Singh to be good. Absolutely, and that's why it's a problem. So Jagmeet Singh winning, and, and you're seeing this with some of the uh, retirements that are being announced. Politicians, MPs who've sat there for a long time, who think their party are on the verge of a breakthrough, don't retire before the next election or announce a retirement. And you're seeing that with the New Democrats just all over the place. Retirement, retirement, retirement. So that's a really bad sign for uh, for uh, Jagmeet Singh. Um for, for Andrew Shear, he needs a strong Jack Layton-style leader to get Jack Layton's number of seats to do well. Remember, Tom Mulcair is the person who had the second best results for the NDP, and it still created a liberal majority government. You, you know what it is? I mean, and, and I, I've said this before, and no offense to you, Michael, or any of you other political, creative communications people. Politics is not about politics, about doing good for the country. Doing good for the country? It is about branding. It's That's what it's about. You know, you did a good job with, with Ford and branding him. You kept him on message. You narrow-casted him. Great, but, but he's not a great politician. They did a good job with Trudeau. You know, Singh and Shia, they've got bad branding. And it's got nothing to do with politics anymore. So on that, uh, Doug Ford's actually an excellent politician, but uh, and, and uh, Jagmeet Singh. Jagmeet Singh should be a very easy fellow to brand. He's... Uh, attractive. He dresses well. He's smart and articulate. I don't agree with him on anything, but he's a good performer. He was very, very strong. Listen to you. He's a good performer. Where did you put his policies in? At the Ontario legislature. He's a smart guy. I'm surprised to see what a dud he's been. Certainly, that's kind of the consensus around the political circles. And to your point, Andy, then regular folks are saying, well, who is this guy? Everybody knows who Serena Williams is, of course. Nice segue. I, 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 I had to get into it somehow. I thought, how, how are we going to talk about this good. one? But this is a juicy one because I want three men to weigh in right now on whether or not uh, women have it tough in the professional sports world. Because that's what Serena Williams is saying now after this this video surfaced. Or not surfaced, but it's, it, it's the audio of her uh, talking with one of the judges standing standing beside the court here on whether or not men are getting treated differently um, than women in sports. Take a listen to this at the U.S. Open. I can't sit here and say I wouldn't say he's a thief because I thought he took a game from me, but I've seen other men call other umpires several things, and 
I'm here fighting for women's rights and for women's equality. So Serena Williams, Michael, she's saying, here I am on the court. And we had another clip of her basically doing a back and forth uh, with this referee, this judge on the court, where he's saying, uh, oh, you were getting coaching from your coach because they just had a little exchange with each other. And that's a no. She said, no, I'm not doing that. She challenged him. And then he penalized her. And then she ended up losing a game and so forth. And she's saying, look, there's like John McEnroe guys out there who are like, rude and lewd and everything and they get away with it suddenly a woman has a little bit of uh, a little bit of hotspot to her and as billy jean king uh, posted to social media suddenly you're a hysterical female is this unfair to serena uh, absolutely i think we do see uh, genders uh, uh, the genders across uh, different sectors being treated differently and you'll see that often with uh, female bosses uh, being vilified a bit more in the workplace than their male counterparts or males in an equivalent uh, position so uh, absolutely i think this is a problem and that she is not wrong Andy? I, I was good with it. I, I was good until she got into this woman's right thing, which, which is sort of a weak argument to me. She threw a tennis racket down on the ground. She was having a little hissy fit because of this. I don't know whether she was cheating a lot. Uh, apparently, signal handoffs are not unusual between tennis players, not that I, I'm a fan. And, you know, she acted inappropriately. Maybe the, the umpire acted inappropriately. Maybe he made some wrong decisions. But the moment that you steer it down that road, I'm fighting for women's rights. I just changed the channel and listened to a commercial for dog food. But, but Andy, is there something to be said for she saying, I want the right to be a saucy character like John McEnroe and have people like that rather than saying, why aren't I, you know, the dainty lady on the court? It, it, it's a bit of a redundant saying, I, I, I want the right to be super intelligent, except I'm not. You, you naturally are something. Don't you say anything, Mr. Diamond. Um, you, you don't make that statement. You just are that. All right, Mr. Yeah, no, no. Mr. Diamond, I'd uh, like you to say something now, because is that fair? Because, you know, Serena's basically saying, I want to I want to be a tough gal. Well, Why can't exactly. I? Exactly. You know, John Macron, I'm not going to even Macron? say it properly, uh, throws his uh, racket down. He's passionate. She throws it down. She's hysterical, to Billie Jean uh, King's point. Uh, I think it is a double standard, and it's wrong. I think the double standard actually came about a week before when one of the tennis players changed her top on the court. Do you know about this? She changed the tom-pom because it was backwards. And the umpire went caca poo poo over everybody. Mm. And she pointed out, and there were pictures in the press, of, of guys there with no shirt on. That's, that's a double-edged sword. And she had a sports bra, no big deal, you know. All right, got to leave it at that. Andy Stinton, producer Canadian Music Week. Thank you, sir. Have a great week. And jam. Michael Diamond, <laughs> campaign strategist, who brings jam for Andy Stinton, but not <laughs> and for me. And for you next <laughs> All time. right, you will win me over, sir. Thank you very much. I'm Anthony Fury. This is Global News Radio. You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio.